0: What's up, everyone? Ryan Larkin back again for another Daily Fantasy Racing Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. This week, the NASCAR Cup Series is off. Um, They are actually getting one off week this year, and it just so happens to be this week. Um, So we're going to shake things up a little bit and bring you an F1 edition of the Daily Fantasy Racing Quick Picks. Uh, formula one is racing in montreal canada this week um one of my favorite circuits probably is my favorite circuit um that f1 races on and one of the most historic got some of the best races all time here in canada so really excited for this race um gonna spend a couple minutes on kind of formula one scoring and and how it how it works for DraftKings. try to give you a little bit better idea how to play um, because I know it's it's such a new sport. We've only had eight races of it. Um, so give you a little insight on, on that. And then give you a couple of my favorite plays for, for this weekend. Um, as always, please like this video. Um, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network here. And then, um, you know, follow me on Twitter at Larkin8. Um, you know, do all those cool things for us and and, and help us build what, what we're doing here. Um, so let's kind of get into uh, Formula One on DraftKings. So the biggest thing with this sport is to understand the scoring. It, it's kind of tricky. Um, it's it's unlike any other sport, really, um, in terms of DFS purposes. It has a captain mode, or essentially it is a captain mode. It has a captain spot in terms of lineup building. So if you played captain mode stuff, you'll be familiar with that. Um, but the way you score points isn't linear i guess is, is how i would say it so formula one in real life they're scoring only pays to the top 10 positions um there are 20 cars on track um and there's 10 teams so we'll get into constructors in a second but essentially there's 10 teams and each team has two cars um from there the top 10 cars score points on race day uh, first place scores 25 10th place scores one and obviously there's got to be gaps in there because 25 to 1 you know can't beat with 10 cars. So um, drivers 11 through 20th don't score any points for finishing position. Um, so that's a big factor in into the point scoring as well for DraftKings. So there, there's a lot to kind of unpack and, and break down when you are building a lineup and what you're looking for in terms of scoring. So first place scores 25 and then drops all the way down to 18 points for second, 15 for third, 12, 10, 8, 4 two and one. All right, so when you're looking at players, when you're looking at what you're building a lineup with, you have to keep that in mind what their potential is for scoring position, uh, and then there's also other factors of scoring as well. One of the major things that DraftKings did is they implemented a team beat your teammate score. Basically, if you beat your teammate, you score five points, which is the way you separate drivers in in, in DraftKings Formula One uh, scoring. So. Lance Stroll, Sebastian Vettel, both drive for Aston Martin. Both usually finish on the edge of the points, but usually outside the points playing positions. So they score the same amount. The only thing that separates them usually is the teammate bonus, those five points. And the same thing goes for Haas F1, which has Schumacher and Magnussen, uh, William. But every team has this has this under, under their consideration, but it's much, much bigger for those teams that are value plays for us essentially with the way pricing sits, because it's the only way to separate themselves really from the other seven, eight drivers in the value tier. Um, There's a bunch of guys 5,000 and below that all most of the time, most weeks have the same scoring upside. So it's, it's a little tricky. You have to understand what their potential is and and kind of what you're looking for. um, And and then kind of go from there. So that, that's an important factor. Uh, And then the other, Factor which I kind of alluded to a second ago is constructors, which is the teams themselves. You in Formula One, they're called constructors. So there's two drivers per constructor. So Vettel and Stroll, like I said, were both both drive for Aston Martin. That is a constructor. So in our DraftKings lineup, we get to pick a captain, four flex bots of other drivers, and then a constructor play. That constructor plays most of the time, you're you're going to want the highest scoring constructor. Occasionally, you can play like the second or third highest if salary equals upright, and those two drivers within that constructor can finish high enough and score enough points. Um, but for the most part, you're kind of looking for the highest scoring constructor. Um, if a team like Red Bull has the race winner and the other driver crash out or have a mechanical issue, so only one of their guys scores points, that really opens things up for other constructors to come into play. So a lot of different kind of moving parts that you're not necessarily used to in terms of lineup building. Um, Definitely constructors, obviously kind of a new one where you're picking a team Um, flex spots. We're all used to that, but that 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 captain spot is really where, where you make, make hay in formula one uh, in terms of DFS scoring. So most of the time, the most important thing to do with your captain spot is to play the race winner. They're going to score 25 points for winning the race. There's points to be scored for leading laps. I believe it's 0.1 for each lap led. So if the driver leads 60 laps, that's, that's six extra points. Fastest lap also gets three extra points on, on DraftKings. Most of the time, that's your race winner. Occasionally, it could be the, the second, third, or fourth place finisher. It, it can sometimes be other positions, but a lot of times, it is the first place score. Um, and then you got some other things to consider as well. But for the most part, the race winners are separating themselves by a lot. Um, so that's why they kind of slide in nicely to that captain play. Unfortunately, Formula One is very uh, repetitive. You know who the race winners are most likely going to be. There's not a lot of surprises this year. It's Red Bull and Ferrari drivers that are that are really the best two. And it's Charles Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen who who are winning all the races. Um, except for the one that Sergio Perez won. And that was a big shakeup. A lot of people didn't play him for for the captain spot at at Monaco when he won. So for the most part, we know going into the race weekend who the two or three people are. Well, so does DraftKings and they price them way up. So you're really stuck in a tight window when you play them at captain in in terms of lineup building with what you can do from there. And and a lot of the field knows it and it can get very chalky as a result. Uh, Last week, I, I took down the big tournament, but I tied with a million people and I, I really only doubled up my money, through, even though I, I I won every, every, um, every contest I was in. So it, it's, it's a bit tricky, interesting. Sometimes how F1, you know, finalizes and, and works out some races, it gets really awkward and crazy lineups win. And then sometimes the chalk just hits and, and, and you end up tying, unfortunately. So, um, with that said, I think that pretty much sums everything up in terms of DraftKings scoring. We'll kind of get into um, the track itself now. So so Canada, um, the Canadian Grand Prix is held at Circuit, Circuit Jill Villeneuve, um, former F1 driver um, from that part of, of Montreal r- right around the corner. So they, they named track after him, of course. Um, great track, good for overtaking, can mix in some strategies. One of the things that really is great for this track is it's on the St. Lawrence River, which in the summer can – add some rain, some weather into the mix. Anytime um, you're you're around a body of water, that, that sometimes can happen. So we see a lot of wet weather action, like we saw in qualifying, which can shake up the grid, which it did this week. Um, So it it can also happen in the race itself. They can say it's going to be sunny right now. And then tomorrow, middle of the day, a a rain shower pops up and throws, throws the race in for, for a surprise there. So Um, it's just got a cool track, good vibe, good layout, good, everything that makes for good racing. So I, I really like the track itself and, um, with the way the field set up this week in terms of Charles Leclerc, having to take grid penalty starting at the very back and Perez crashing and qualifying starting mid pack. And, you know, those are two guys that finish top three almost every week currently. And they're starting way in the back of the field. Um, and and many other shakeups happen, um, that, that should give us a good race in, in, the middle of the field, which, which I'm excited to watch. Um tracks 2.7 miles in length, um, not super long in terms of F1 tracks. Um, so we get 70 laps, which gives you know Verstappen a lot of laps to lead, um, some some extra points available compared to some other circuits. Um, and, and and overall, I think it'll be a good race. If you're looking to see who's winning, it eh, might not be, but in the midfield, I think we'll have a lot of passing, and a lot of things happening, which will kind of spice things up for DraftKings. Um with that said, I, I guess let's go ahead and, and jump right into the plays. Um obviously I've, I've alluded to max verstappen being my pick for the win um you know we usually give out a dominator pick for nascar well it's essentially what i'm doing here i'm um, picking the dominator race winner um in max verstappen he sits at sixteen thousand eight hundred for your captain spot eats up a ton of salary um or eleven thousand two hundred if you're looking to find a way to play him at flex um it, it is possible that you play someone else at at the captain spot and drop him in the flex to build a, a deeper lineup get another driver who finishes you know top three or something like that that is definitely viable um you just really have to crunch the numbers and, and project out and see how that's going to work out um for the most part though i think we're going to see max Verstappen be super heavily owned in that captain spot probably 60 percent on maybe more it's probably going to be a big number um so we're going to see a lot of chalk, a lot of a lot of ties, potentially, um, unless some weird stuff happens in the midfield. Uh, Verstappen's got a clear path to victory. Best driver in, in the world right now. Um, starts on pole. No real challengers right next to him. So um, don't see a whole lot of reason to, to not see him winning. Um, if you're looking for a pivot, uh, Carlos Sainz starting third um, in a Ferrari. He's probably the second most likely driver to win this race. So if you're looking for a pivot, that's a good option, and the signs will actually free up some salary. Uh, so, so that's a good thing too. Um, not much else to say on Max Verstappen. He's he's the man, and and he should go ahead go ahead and just dominate this race. Um, from there, I'll go ahead and give you my favorite value play of the slate. Um, Sebastian Vettel started the weekend looking like he was a top eight car. Um, then the rain came, and he was top three in practice, <laughs> looked great, and then qualified seventeenth. There's no real reason for why he qualified seventeenth. The car just didn't respond like he wanted to. But that gives him a lot of um, place differential opportunity, a lot of things he can do from seventeenth. Um, I think you can see him march through the field and still score points, finish ninth, tenth, score a couple of points in terms of you know finishing position, but also get a bunch of place differential points. Um, one thing I didn't allude to or, or mention before was um, the place differential point scoring. Uh, for every, if you pass three cars, you get two points. If you pass five cars, you get three points. If you pass 10 cars, you get five points. Um, it also works in reverse. So if you, if you lose three positions, you'll lose two points. If you lose five positions, you lose three points. Right. So, you know, Fernando Alonso starts second. I don't think he's going to finish top, top three. I don't think he's probably going to finish top five. He may fall back to six or seventh. And if he falls back to six, he's going to be sitting on negative place differential points. That'll actually drop his total down. Some. So, so. Um, something to consider there when, when making lineups as well. I think Vettel grabs a, at least three place differential points. I think he's a guy that can get three place differential points, um, finishing the points, which would be really, really good as well, um, and beat his teammate Lance Stroll. So I think is going to come in with a pretty decent score at the end of the day. And at 5,000, you know, in terms of flex play, it's pretty affordable. That's really, really good. So I think Vettel offers really good value. Um, and, and I think he's going to end up on the optimal if everything goes well. I, I think his cars really strong it's just now he's got to battle through the field so that'll be interesting to watch if you're looking for a pivot this is where f1 scoring on DraftKings is is important if you're looking for a pivot you just pivot straight to his teammate lance stroll i believe stroll's 3400 um so super cheap he's one of the cheapest drivers on the slate um and he he's when you're doing these pivots you're you're usually doing it because you think vettel's not going to hit or you think vettel's really realistically going to have an issue mechanical failure or a crash which then basically set stroll up to be optimal. I mean that anytime a super cheap value, the bottom tier guy gets a teammate bonus and gets some place differential, like stroll probably will, they're going to be optimal. So if you're looking for a quick pivot, Lance strolls, the guy from there, um, fade of the week. Um, it's, it's tough this week because there's a lot of, um, scenarios where a lot of guys can pay off. Um, but this week I'm going with Valtteri Botas. Um, so Valtteri is, he's been a top 10 guy almost all year. Um, but we're seeing a lot of reliability issues with Alfa Romero, and he is struggling getting practice time in. He missed all of the second practice session. He's missing basically one practice session a week. Seems like he's getting further and further behind, and his teammate is actually on pace with him this weekend. So I think there's a possibility that his teammate beats him. Um, Even though I, I still pick Botas to beat his teammate, there's still that possibility. I don't see him getting too far Ford in the race in terms of finishing position. And at $7,400, he cannot really pay off his price unless he's finishing at least seventh, most likely six um, is what's going to be needed. Too many good options. And and you don't want to tie up $7,400 in salary when you got to pay for Max Verstappen or, or those type of guys that are super high in salary. So not a big fan of that play. I don't see the the upside working out. He probably needs a lot of carnage in front of him. Um, and even in that situation, there's probably other guys that, um, that are going to benefit from it as well so not, not a big fan of both of us I think it's a hard path for him to be optimal so I'm, I'm gonna fade him this week um, so that'll do it for us um, appreciate you guys checking it out again of course like the video subscribe you know check out everything the Mayo media network does leave a comment let me know um, let us know what you think of the f1 deal um, give us your thoughts you know let us know how everything's been going um, and of course for my content follow me on Twitter at Larkin 8. Uh, of course, you can check us out at dailyfanracing.com. That's where I do all my content um, this weekend and we'll have everything in terms of you know driver breakdowns, projections, rankings. Um, we'll do our podcast with Brett Appley, so we'll be doing that as well. So we'll have all the content covered for for the slate. If you want more of it, definitely check us out there.